Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. Whilst the focus of our podcast last week was was simple in essence when we were talking about the focus of central banks, I think it's fair to say that this week the focus is more complex. Perhaps you could share your thoughts on the week ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Matt. I think that's uh, that's absolutely the case. You know, Richard Feynman uh, famously once said, if you can't explain something in simple terms, uh, then you don't understand it. Uh, so, well, suffice to say, uh, the current global macro backdrop uh, remains very complicated. Uh, but as always, uh, there are three key areas of focus for us next week. So firstly, uh, inflation will be back in focus, uh, not that it's been out of focus of late, uh, but we do get a number of CPI readings from around the globe. Uh, while in EM for now, topside risks remain, uh, for the first time in many months, uh, the risks in DM appear to be to the downside Uh, lower headline and core inflation prints in April relative to March. Now, uh, the Netherlands print will be notable. Um, It's the highest in the Eurozone. Uh, And following Spain this week, uh, as analysts expect, a lower print uh, for the first time uh, since a very brief dip in the February print. But all eyes uh, will really be on the US uh, on Wednesday afternoon. Headline inflation is expected to fall back to 8.1% uh, in April from 8.5% in March, uh, and the core rate to 6.1 from 6.5. Uh, hardly a great reversal uh, so far, but potentially a significant milestone. Uh, we have discussed previously uh, the potential implications of a change in the second derivative uh, on inflation expectations and thus bond market pricing and wider risk sentiment. Now, Powell referred this week uh, to the fact uh, that the Fed sees some signs of inflation topping out, uh, caveating that with uh, the fact that it will take more than some signs to alter the near-term reaction function of the Fed. Uh, But this week, um, despite a more balanced Fed narrative and the likely imposition of a 50 basis point speed limit on the Fed normalization pace, uh, markets continue to price further inflation risk premium and the belly and the long end of the curve. Uh, So the inflation print this week will likely be a key focus in calming or otherwise uh, of this market sentiment, uh, potentially even signaling the start of a market focused transition, uh, if you will, away from inflation and towards growth, uh, albeit with no less uncertainty in the short term. On Thursday, uh, we get the UK GDP for Q1. Uh, Now, analysts are expecting 1% quarter on quarter. That's 8.9% growth year on year. Uh, On the face of it, still very positive. Indeed, this week's Bank of England's uh, monetary policy report uh, maintained its full year growth forecast at 3.75%. Uh, But this is only a small part of the underlying UK economic narrative. Uh, The striking headline from the Bank of England uh, was the Q4 and full year inflation forecast of above 10% uh, and the delayed inflation peak in the UK due to the government's energy price caps. Uh, All in, uh, the negative terms of trade shock to the UK uh, is forecast to have a significant impact on the growth in the second half of this year, uh, with a shock to real incomes, the biggest on record, uh, perhaps bar one year in the history. Indeed, the Bank of England highlight the current energy price shock that is more than double any single year of that of the 70s, uh, synonymous with its own oil crisis. Um, Interestingly, 
Uh, the situation eases at the far end of the forecast horizon, uh, with the economy growing again and inflation forecast to be below target in 2024. Uh, conveniently, perhaps, uh, for the government in light uh, of recent local election results this week, uh, that will occur just ahead of the next scheduled general election in the UK. And then lastly, uh, next week, we continue to uh, have a close eye on market sentiment. Uh, now, recent dynamic has seen inflation concerns drive yields higher and thus risk sentiment, uh, perhaps most apparent in the equity prices, uh, lower. Um, it's therefore very important to monitor market sentiment, not just in relation to potential signs of a change in the second derivative uh, of US inflation. Uh, we, may, we may witness this uh, next week, uh, but also in terms of the central bank rhetoric on inflation uh, and increasingly on growth. Then lastly, uh, in light of comments uh, from uh, the Bank of France Governor Council member at the end of last week, uh, that too weak a euro could jeopardise the ECB's price stability objective, we'll be very attentive uh, to any further official reference to the level of the euro. Uh, we've highlighted on previous occasions this uh, negative connotation of a lower euro on imported goods inflation uh, as an additional drag on consumer incomes at a time of high inflation and the rising concerns uh, within the governing council uh, in that regard. Now, a more concerted pushback against dollar strength in Europe uh, would likely have significant consequences, uh, and thus that will be another key focus for next week. Thank you, Neil. A, a complex backdrop indeed, and some eye-watering numbers on the inflation side. In the meantime, we have the weekend, and I certainly know what I'm going to be uh, watching over the weekend. I suspect it might be the same for you. Perhaps you can share your thoughts on the weekend. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I mean, first up, we do have a, a full premiership schedule. Uh, Liverpool versus Spurs, probably uh, the pick of the bunch. Although there's some big relegation battle games uh, for Burnley, Leeds and Everton. Uh, and West Ham, uh, after European disappointment in the week, uh, will be battling uh, for a place in the competition next year through league qualification but as you suggest as you intimate Matthew the uh, you know the big event of the week is likely uh, Formula One's inaugural Miami Grand Prix at the Hard Rock Stadium complex uh, in Miami I think you know certainly promises to be a spectacular affair uh, with fake marina included uh, and opening ceremony nonetheless uh, Hamilton uh, her hopes in the Mercedes upgrades uh, will give him a better chance of competing with Red Bull and Ferrari, uh, but all in all, it promises to be quite the spectacular. And then, and while markets remain uh, disappointing and complicated, uh, it does look as if at least the weather is going to be more promising this weekend. Absolutely. Perhaps some respite. Well, thank you once again for joining us, and we look forward to catching up with you and hearing your thoughts next week. Thanks very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell, or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.